بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome to the Enlightened Minds podcast بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين The Conquest of Mecca Connecting with the life of the Prophet ﷺ is an important part of forming our identity as Muslims. He ﷺ is our beloved and most beloved to Allah. Through his noble example, Islam reached us and enlightened our hearts, satisfying our souls. Every Muslim has a strong sense of attachment to the seerah, the life of the Prophet ﷺ. A life that contains the treasures of our past, our heritage, and it is from this period, the dawn of Islam, that many lessons can be drawn. This podcast will explore the events that led up to the conquest of Mecca, an event which removed idol worship from the Arabian Peninsula, cleansing it and replacing it with the beauty of Islam and the worship of one true God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mecca is Islam's most sacred sanctuary, a place where we find the Kaaba, Al-Masjid Al-Haram, the place most cherished by all Muslims, a place visited by nearly 2 million Hajj pilgrims every year and where the world's 1.9 billion Muslims direct their daily prayers, a city built by the prophets Adam salam, Ibrahim salam, and Ismail salam and it is the birthplace of the Prophet Muhammad The people of Mecca were the first to receive the call to Islam in the year 610 CE, but they were also the most hostile towards Islam and the Muslims. The majority in Mecca rejected the call, they were idol worshippers, and the message of Islam was at odds with the status quo. They had no room for a new way of life. For 13 long years, they subjected the Prophet ﷺ and his followers to the harshest and most brutal of treatments, torture, humiliation, starvation, death. But the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ endured and his followers endured. Their attitude was one of sacrifice sacrificing for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They endured with patience and firm faith, putting their trust in their Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then commanded them to leave Mecca behind. They had to leave their homes, their loved ones, their belongings, making a hijrah to Madinatul Manawara, the city of light, for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Mecca was never forgotten. How could it be? It was home to the Kaaba. For many years, the Prophet ﷺ and his companions struggled to reclaim this holy city. Who could have imagined that they would return to that very same city eight years later? On the 20th of Ramadan, the city which once unleashed so much suffering upon them became their home once again. It was the eighth year after Hijrah and the Quraysh of Mecca had broken their pact of Hudaybiyah. 
This pact was signed with the Muslims only two years earlier and allowed the Muslims to live peacefully, carrying the call of Islam without the fear of attack. By killing some of the men of the Khuzar tribe with whom the Prophet had a treaty, the Quraysh violated the conditions of the agreement. Feeling betrayed that they had broken the pact, the Prophet ﷺ prepared at once to leave for Mecca. He ﷺ set out along with many tribes who had allied with him, his forces numbering 10,000 men, the largest force to set out of Medina so far. While they camped outside Mecca, the Prophet ﷺ asked his companions to spread out and light a fire each. The 10,000 fires became visible to the Meccans, who were overawed. Abu Sufyan, the leader of the Quraysh, and some other men came running to the camp and met the Prophet ﷺ. When the call to prayer was sounded at dawn, Abu Sufyan, the Prophet's bitterest enemy, was so moved that he sought the Prophet ﷺ and recited the Shahada. Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadur Rasulullah. There is no god but Allah and Muhammad is his messenger. A messenger was then sent to Mecca to announce that whoever entered Abu Sufyan's house would be safe and whoever went behind his own door and bolted it would be safe and whoever went into the sacred mosque would also be safe. Abu Sufyan rushed to Mecca and said, "O Quraysh, this is Muhammad وسلم, who has come to you with a force you cannot resist. Almost all the Meccans took refuge and no one tried to resist the entry of the Muslims into Mecca. The Prophet وسلم, announced, This is the day of mercy. He then divided his troops into four divisions to enter the city from four different directions. Before entering Mecca, while still seated on his camel, the Prophet ﷺ bent low, prostrating in humility and gratefulness to his Lord. Then he heard of the skirmish that took place between Khalid bin Walid's troops and Ikrimah's men. This made the Prophet ﷺ angry and he said, Did I not forbid fighting? The Quraysh had attacked first. The Prophet ﷺ donned his armour and along with his men entered the Kaaba, touched the Hajj al-Aswad with his staff and recited Allahu Akbar. The whole of Mecca resounded with takbir as the followers of the Prophet ﷺ repeated after him Allahu Akbar. He ﷺ destroyed the idols of the Kaaba reciting Bismillahirrahmanirrahim وَقُلْ جَاءَ الْحَقُّ وَزَهَقَ الْبَاطِلِ إِنَّ الْبَاطِلَ كَانَ زَهُوقًا And say, the truth Islam has come, and al-batil falsehood has vanished. Surely batil is ever bound to vanish. Surah 17 verse 81 This marked the end of idol worship for good and established the city of Mecca upon Tawheed until the end of time. And the people of Mecca, who now feared for themselves and their families because of what they had done, witnessed the mercy and justice of the Prophet 
a general amnesty was granted to his bitterest enemies. He وسلم, said, What do you think I will do to you? Hoping for a good response, they said, You will do good. You are a noble brother, son of a noble brother. The Prophet وسلم, then said, Then I say to you what Yusuf said to his brothers, There is no blame upon you. Go, for you are all free. And so the Muslims entered Mecca, 10,000 strong, unopposed and victorious. How was that possible? How did they manage to achieve such a feat? This was only possible with the help and will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Muslims had remained steadfast after decades of struggle for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's sake. They had maintained their focus, they had only one task, to bring mankind out of darkness into the light, to establish the haqq, truth, over the batil, falsehood. So what lessons can be drawn from the conquest of Mecca? Lesson 1 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant the victory to the ummah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed the Prophet and the Muslims to return to Mecca victorious. This was only possible by his will. The Sahaba عنهم, who had complete reliance on Allah held this belief deeply. Their generation dedicated their lives to spread the message of Islam far and wide. They did this by embodying the Islamic qualities of sacrifice and perseverance. If we understand that Allah alone will change our situation from one of hardship to one of honour, then we will be focused on our deeds and how pleasing they are to Allah. Which raises the question, how obedient are we to Allah? Do we struggle for Islam? Do we have a sense of sacrifice? Have we strengthened our hearts by worshipping Allah to persevere through the tests that we face? And what qualities do we need to embody to follow the examples of the first generation of Muslims? After all, it is our responsibility to spread Islam too. Lesson 2 The mission of the Prophet ﷺ was to establish Islam on this earth. The Quraysh finally surrendered and conceded to the leadership of Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. They accepted him as their ruler and adopted a complete new way of life, which would bring an end to idol worship. Islam had come to establish its authority, to establish its mercy. It was the dawn of a new way of life in Mecca, one which marked the end of the enslavement of the Meccans to the oppressive and unjust laws of the leaders of the Quraysh, in favour of the peace and justice of Islam. Today our world is similar to pre-Islamic Mecca. There is corruption in the marketplace. Women are treated dishonorably. Racism, tribalism and nationalism plague our lands. The world has fallen once again into injustice and oppression. Are we convinced that Islam is just as capable today as it was in the 7th century to deal with this injustice and oppression? Is Islam capable of taking the world from the darkness into the light? And what is our role in this? This brings us to lesson 3. The message of Islam is powerful, rapidly winning hearts and minds. The Prophet ﷺ won the hearts and minds of people in two ways. One, he brought the world Islam, a deen of truth and the deen which satisfies human nature. We know this because it is from Allah, 
the one who created you and I. And two, he demonstrated through his leadership qualities what mercy and justice look like. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam made it easy for Abu Sufyan and gave him respect. He pardoned his enemies, despite their unforgivable actions. He sallallahu alayhi wasallam was humble, understanding, wise, compassionate and just. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam demonstrated the supremacy of Islamic justice by implementing its laws and rules over the people, both Muslims and non-Muslims. And through his own perfect exemplary character, he وسلم, paved the way for tens of thousands of people to accept Islam throughout Arabia. They witnessed the just rule of Islam encompass their lands. The conquest of Mecca was a defining moment. It sparked a flame, a light, which shone far and wide, and a wave of people from all over the Arabian Peninsula came to profess their faith, their belief. This event was significant in cementing the foundations of a civilization of immense magnitude. Islam would not only become a political and religious authority across Arabia, but across the globe. Inshallah, we will once again see many people entering Islam in their droves and once again see the light and mercy of Islam govern this earth. Surah Nasr Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Idha jaa nasrullahi wal fath wa ra'ayta an-nas yadkhuluna fi dinillahi afwaja fasabbih bihamdi rabbika wastaghfirhu innahu kana tawwaba When the victory of Allah has come and the conquest and you see the people entering into the religion of Allah in multitudes then exalt him with praise of your Lord and ask forgiveness of him indeed he is ever accepting of repentance Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun wassalamun ala al-mursalin walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Jazakallah khair for listening to the Enlightened Minds podcast. Enlightened Minds is a Muslim youth project with the aim of enlightening thinking, encouraging debate, equipping the next generation and empowering future leaders. If you have benefited from this podcast, please like, share and subscribe.